why we have invited the great Charles Payne, my pal, my colleague, host of Fox Business's Making Money with Charles Payne. That's 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, every day, Monday through Friday. Charles is the CEO of Wall Street Strategies. In his most recent book, How to Build Unstoppable Prosperity, I'm for that. Unstoppable. Charles, thank you for doing this. It's a, it's a pleasure, Larry. Thank you. So, Charles, let's talk about this. Musk comes in. Uh, this is a this is a very noble effort by his on his part, if you ask me. My question to you is: first of all, is a free speech platform on social media is that a good business model? And second of all, how do you read this? Uh, now Twitter is uh, taking uh, defensive uh, actions; they're putting up a poison pill. They're trying to stop the guy. What do you think about this story? Well, first on the free speech part, you know, I did a lot of work on this, and um, you know, listen, I, I I've been stuck in Twitter stock for a, a few years. <laughs> so, you know, uh, <laughs> right. A lot of people have opinions on it. Um, I'm stuck in it, so you know, and and I go back, and and it's really amazing if you look at this, uh, the growth they had, the stock market, the uh, the user, uh, daily average users, and all that kind of stuff. The day Donald Trump was inaugurated. Twitter shares are trading at $16 a share. That quarter that he left, uh, they reported their numbers. They were amazing. The first day uh, of their earnings report, that was February 1st. He had been out of office for a week. Uh, the stock was up 13%. A week later, it was up 24%. It got up to $77 a share by March 1st. And essentially, it's been downhill since then. And I think that Twitter really started to confuse, like, you know, anybody, like a lot of folks who invest in the market and without doing their work or, you know, started confusing luck with skill. And they thought maybe we can get this guy off the platform. And, and since then, of course, they've, they've doubled, tripled, quadrupled down with this nonsense, uh, you know, getting people off the platform, shadow banning them. I was banned for like 10 or 11 days and never given an explanation. Hmm. So... I know the free speech model works. We know the social media platform model works, but it's got to create engagement. This year, this year, TikTok will do $11 billion in ad revenue. Yeah. That will be more than Twitter and Snapchat combined. So there's a way to monetize this. There's a way to, to make money off of it. And yeah, it's engagement. It's free speech. Let people get on there and, and communicate with each other. That's what the platform is supposed to be. You know, I don't even want any of these algorithms to determine posts that are, quote, right or, quote, wrong. I'm not interested in that. I think everybody, you know, we post, you decide. People should be able to be free. And the users of Twitter, I don't know, what, 250 million, whatever the number is, let them decide. I don't want anybody to gin up any reasons not to post. Now, there are strict limits on decency, okay, child sex, that kind of thing. That's from the 1996 Telecoms Act, uh, the so-called Decency Act. But other than that, Charles, when you get into the realm of politics, you know, you get into the realm of, let's say, COVID and masking and arguments, you know, for and against all that stuff. I don't want them to decide. That's not Twitter's job. They're a, they're a social media platform. You, know, you post, I, I, we decide. Yeah, no, I, I agree. You know, a few years ago, three years ago, uh, I was uh, invited to a, a dinner 
Uh, it's about a dozen folks, dozen so-called conservatives. Uh, not everybody was with uh, Jack Dorsey. And I guess I impressed him a lot because he uh, requested that I have lunch with him, just him, him and I. And we've been, we were communicating pretty strongly. And, you know, he admitted almost everything that we complained about. He admitted to that. And then, so he was saying, you know, well, what can I do? I said, well, you know, listen, first and foremost, you need to maybe open up an office in Alabama. <laughs> you just can't have a bunch of guys in Silicon Valley dictating what's right and wrong. Right. Uh, based on their, their own echo chamber. Uh, you know, I told him I hate opening up my Twitter account, and I'm all all of us all the time. I've got these things, that, these trending things, and stuff that I'm not interested in. You know, and it's the same liberals whining about the same things. I'm like, hell, you know, you guys have a, you, you should know. I, I don't care about this. Why is this trending? It's not trending for me. And and so it gets back to your point. They've taken on roles that they shouldn't have taken on in the first place. Yeah. They've let their own political ideology supersede the fact that I think a it's a business. B, if it's supposed to be the public square, allow it to be the public square. That's it. That's exactly right. I totally agree with that. And also, Charles, from a business standpoint, it's not working for them. I mean, I I, I went back and looked at the stock. The stock is way down before Elon, uh, Elon came in with his bid. But the point is, it's not working. And no, they need to make a big change. So that's why I think Musk is right. Now, the question is, can Musk beat this poison pill? I think Musk could beat the poison pill. In fact, you know, the poison pill is it's sort of – it's poison for everyone. It's designed to dilute the stock, right? So, if you know, and, and the way it works is as you start to get over 15 percent, uh, more stock is available at a cheaper price to existing shareholders, uh, you know. But it dilutes the whole pie. It's, it really is almost a kamikaze kind of thing. Like we'd rather burn this whole thing down than let Elon Musk take it. I think it was a huge mistake on the part of, 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 of Twitter's management. Once again, uh, it showed that they're not seriously entertaining his offer. Uh, you know, you haven't seen a, a lot of companies use poison pills in the last decade, uh, you know, because it's not just poison to potentially um, Elon Musk, but every single person who currently owns a stock. Mm -hmm. And what they would have to explain to everyone is the stock went up 50 percent uh, after he got involved. Uh, if he walks away, it's going to go down. It'll go way past under thirty. It'll, this will be in the twenties, easy. Mm. Uh, yeah. Listen, they're they're investment banker. They uh, Elon Musk has Morgan Stanley helping him, advising him. So Twitter hired Goldman Sachs. The most embarrassing thing about that is in December, Goldman Sachs lowered their rating on Twitter to a sell with a target of thirty. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> I didn't know that. I did not yeah. know that. <laughs> oh, that's fabulous. Well, Morgan Stanley's smart. But you've got, there's some pretty big investors. You've got Paul Singer at Elliott Management. You've got Kathy Woods at ARC. I think they're going to side with Musk in this. So Friday, uh, Kathy Wood, Thursdays, Kathy Wood came out with a new target on Tesla, $4,600, a $5 trillion market cap by 2026. And the reason that's important, you know, of course, CNBC went on the attack. Uh, as soon as this came out, so did all the other folks. But, you know, they, they were trying to use economic logic or business logic. Uh, it was really all illogical, but pretty transparent. And before the day was over, you can start to see the shift in the, 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 the reason why Musk shouldn't go after this is that there could be retaliation against Tesla. You know, liberals will stop buying Tesla. So I thought it was important that she put that out there. Like she kind of, you know, kind of indirectly poo-pooed that mm. by saying, no, nah, this is going to be a $4,600 stock. 
and it's just another four years, a $5 trillion market cap. Um, so there's some big people in there. Uh, there's talk of this guy, uh, uh, Thomas Bravo, coming in. Mm. You know, I, I, I happen to like, uh, you know, the, the, the story. I've been trying to get him on my show for about six months. Mm. Um, I'm not sure where he leans politically, uh, but he's a very smart guy, you know, private equity guy. You know, here's the thing, and this is the, really what it comes down to. If we had waken up to news that a private equity firm, you can name it, you could whatever firm you want, offer Twitter $54.20 for their shares, it would be big positive news. It would have been mm-hmm. the biggest positive news story on financial TV and across mm-hmm. the media world. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's Elon Musk, and they are afraid Elon Musk is going to take it to its roots, which is, you know, what, what we thought it would be. And that is, uh, again, the public square. They are so deathly afraid of him letting Donald Trump. This is all. This is really, if we're going to be honest about it, a it's Donald Trump. Trump story more than anything else. <laughs> it really yes, is. It is. Yeah, no, I think you're exactly right. So is this a shot across the bow to Facebook, to Google, YouTube, that kind of thing? These guys, the hegemony may be over. Other investors may go after them for the same reason that Elon's going after Twitter. It is in a, to a degree, but I, I think they also have their own issues in terms of, okay, once we grow this platform, how do we monetize it? Uh, of course, they're all still in the crosshairs of regulators on both sides of the Atlantic. Uh, you know, uh, So they, they, they already have their issues. Their stock has been stuck, particularly Facebook. You know, That whole metaverse thing with Facebook uh, was, was a Hail Mary. They, they really should have done it two or three years earlier. They shouldn't have announced it. You know, when they did it and the way they did it was so was so flamboyant that, uh, you know, everybody else like me, too. I'm a, I'm a metaverse. You know, they should have. Mark Zuckerberg probably should have been doing that three or four years earlier. But he did see that, hey, once you get past organic growth with this stuff, how do you monetize it? Hmm. Charles Payne, host of Fox Business, making money with Charles Payne. My pal, my colleague. Thank you, Charles. We appreciate it, buddy. You got it. Talk to you next week.